0: Top producers, their whole goal, the whole goal of branding having having online presence is to get in front of the most qualified leads. Not the most leads, some people will cold call thousands and thousands and thousands of people and still not do as well as someone who is in front of about 50 of the right people. Top 1% people do these four things. Because if you could do this, you really could do anything in sales. and You could go run a business. And if your vision, where you wanted to be, would line up with that, it made total sense. Starting cold calling in a place i would never been called Pulaski County, Virginia. You ever heard of it? No. Me neither. All right, you guys ready to go? All right, so a little bit about me. I'll have to turn around, I guess, to do this. So I did door-to-door sales for a really long time. So you're gonna see some pictures. (laughs) Um, but I was so good at door-to-door sales, I was in the top half percent. In fact, I'm in the top 50 out of about 100,000 salespeople who have worked at this company called Southwestern out of Nashville, Tennessee. I got so good at selling. I'll show you my stats here in a second. I could knock on someone's door, and there was a 59% chance they would let me in their house. That's high. You're more likely to let me in than tell me no. <laughs>
1: what?
0: Right? How do you treat door-to-door salespeople? Don't tell me. Okay, right? But think about it. Okay, I was that good. Why was that that good? Well, um, I know how to sell the way people like to buy, number one. But number two, I got really good at social media. This is from my second summer in 2017. Um, Little 30,000 person county had 2.9 thousand views on this one little intro video of me being goofy just introducing who that guy was. This is the next year, and the next year, and the next year. And this is actually the COVID summer. So my best summer was during COVID. I, I, from scratch in 11 weeks, built a $275,000 business. Starting cold calling in a place I'd never been called Pulaski County, Virginia. You ever heard of it? No. Me neither.
1: <laughs>
0: but I had this massive business. It was during COVID. Everyone thought everything was going to fail, and I had a sales organization about thirty people, and we sold a million dollars worth of books in eleven weeks that summer. Right? It's through this branding that we did that. Okay, that I'm going to be teaching you about today. Here's a bunch of the numbers. I like numbers. I catch all the different people. There's a lot of different buying styles. You've got these influencers where you got to know each other's names, right? Right? You got the people who are straight to the point, right? Which is just here. Analytical like numbers, right? Counselors, long-term relationship type people. Does that make sense? So if you see this PowerPoint, it's kind of like designed for that. If you think about it, okay? Um, Okay, so... um, other cool experiences, yada, yada, more numbers, all this different stuff. I was also really, really good at recruiting. I recruited 43 sales reps to go sell books door-to-door on straight commission 80 hours a week. Don't you want to sign up?
1: <coughs>
0: to 30% of people quit in the first three weeks. It's really hard. You're going to cry. Why would anyone do that? Why would anyone sign up to go sell books door-to-door? Well, when you, when you sell it that way, when you brand it as a door-to-door sales internship, right, everyone says no. But when you brand it, as an experience there will be a foundation for the rest of your life. But if you can do this, you can do anything, and by the way, there's hundreds of thousands of alumni who are really good at this, who are really successful everywhere else, now you're a little more excited. Right? And that's how we talk about it. Because if you could do this, you really could do anything in sales, and you could go run a business. And if your vision, where you wanted to be, would line up with that, it made total sense. But to other people, maybe didn't brand it that way, right? It didn't make any sense. Does that kind of make sense? I'm telling you, when you can recruit college students, sometimes, not always, a very unmotivated group to want to go work 80 hours a week, have no guarantees, pay their way to get out there, and talk about convincing their parents that that's a good idea, okay? That's truly teaching people to drink Kool-Aid. Okay, so as we're getting into this personal branding, right, we've just kind of talked about some things, you know, we've got a million things on our mind before this, we've got a million things after this, okay? So what I wanna do in order to get the most out of this, I wanna get everyone into this top 1% mindset, okay? And if we can focus for the next like 35, 45 minutes or so, okay, I promise you're gonna get a lot out of this. So my recommendation is grab that phone and either flip it over or turn it off, because you're gonna get a text throughout this meeting and I don't want you to miss anything, okay? Um, and let's, let's get into this top 1%. So, so the top 1% people do these four things. All of these four things will limit you in life. That's why I like coaching. That's why I like coaching because you can literally skip all of the knowledge gaps. That's why we, my company's called the Knowledge Gap Company. Knowledge Gap just represents where you'd like to be in life, where you are now, and the reason you're not there is because you don't know how to do it. It's not because you're not good enough. It's not because you can't, it's because you don't know how to do it. And that's why we call it the Knowledge Gap Company because that's what we help people do. Does that make sense? Right, and this is usually the reason that people struggle with those knowledge gaps longer than they should. For example, I started a podcast in a YouTube channel. Um, It does really well now. I've had over 250,000 views um, on my YouTube channel since about 10 months ago. And um, at the very beginning, I spent six months bashing my head against the wall, making zero money, losing money, and not doing a great job with it, and not getting as many views as I'd like. Um, and that was the learning curve. Most people don't have six months, <laughs> right? Nor no, can, can they lose that much money. But coaching helps you skip all that. We did that with a client in two months, and she started seeing results. Does that kind of make sense? Okay, so let's get in that top 1%. So the five things that will help you win whatever industry, I, I work with all state agents and owners. I work with, you know, tons of realtors at Keller Williams and Realty One and EXP. You know, Cecilia and I do some coaching together, so she and I are meeting tomorrow and we're growing her business and all that kind of stuff. And the five things that we look at in this order, okay, to help grow businesses is habit, sales, accountability, systems, and branding. Um, A lot of people that do well in sales are are decent at these things, but every single time I look at someone's, um, (laughs) you know, uh, a business, their their sales process could definitely be more efficient, for example. But people usually struggle really hard with those those two things. How do you make it scalable? How do you multiply your time, okay? And And that's what we're gonna be talking about today because top producers, their whole goal, the whole goal of branding, having an online presence is to get in front of the most qualified leads. Not the most leads, some people will cold call thousands and thousands and thousands of people and still not do as well as someone who is in front of about 50 of the right people. Does that kinda make sense? So that's what we're trying to do. So the average questions that most people ask is how do I sell in a down market? Okay. Um, how do I get in front of more qualified leads? I want to I think about this differently. This is a short-term solution. I, w- I like long-term solutions. Okay. I want your, your business to change. Okay. How do I get in front of more qualified leads who know me, will choose me over everyone else, and want to talk to me about my business? That's what you want to build, and that's what branding does for you. That's what having content does for you. Like if anybody after this, which there'll be a place to go check out my YouTube and stuff, and you go watch my YouTube, there's like literally 60 hours of content to get to know me. And I don't have to explain it to you. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Right? People can get to know the best parts of you while you sleep. That's what you're trying to build with this. That's like what a marketing funnel is about. Does that make sense? Okay? Because otherwise, you're going to be limited on time and you're going to plateau at some point. It's just, it's just the way it is. How can somebody like Grant Cardone, regardless of market, sell a ridiculous amount of commercial real estate and have all these conferences. It's because he has an audience. He owns the audience. And all of you, by the way, have an audience. If you've had clients before, you have a little sphere of influence, right? <coughs> Some people might have 2,000 emails in their, you know, CRM in here, and you still might have to call them all the time versus just shooting out a video and talking to them like that. Does that kind of make sense? Okay. Okay, here's the fun part. The emotional parts, okay? Before we get into actually how to do this, we have to get over the, over the emotional hurdles of how people kind of feel about social media. Um, and the reason you feel this way is because you don't know how to do it just yet, okay? So you just need to believe that, okay? Right? it's like the reason like if, if you ever played sports or you ever hated math right the reason is not because math is bad or sports are bad or whatever insert this thing it's because you're not good at it yet it's called fallacy of proficiency um, i'm coming out with a book in two weeks and that's one of my chapters okay so the reason you don't like it is because you're not good yet and that yet just underline it okay you're not good yet okay um i don't agree with social media Like, yeah you're using it for business <laughs> who cares <laughs> you're using it for business it's not bad va- so the so stats now people are more likely to look you up online than believe what you say in person. I do the same thing. <laughs> if you tell me you're really good, I'm like, yeah. I go look you up and then I'm looking at this like 1975 website and I'm like, are that good? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 63% of buying decisions start online. That means if you're not winning online, you have 40% of the market, ever, possible. And that's gonna decrease. Um, videos. 90% of people prefer watching a video before making a purchasing decision. And they work with you as a loan officer, a realtor, an insurance agent. They're buying you. Because there's a million of you guys.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So they're buying you. Why do they work with you? Because they know, like, and trust you. Why do they want to know, know, like, and trust you? Because you have values and you have vision. There's a why behind what you do, right? And that's why they work with you. It's not because you sell insurance. It's not because you're a realtor. It's not because you're a loan officer. But the question I want you to think about really quick, right now, and just write down a yes or no on your page, if someone Googled your name right now, if they Googled your name right now, would they know your vision, your values, and why you do what you do? If they don't, that needs to happen, okay? All right, so the value, right, the value of creating content, guys, it's gonna multiply your time. That's like the simplest way of putting it, it's gonna multiply your time. Some people say they don't have time to make videos because they don't know how it's gonna end up later. But really the question, it's more like how can you not have time to make videos? I literally send a text video to explain problems for people now. With clients when they have questions, I send them a video because I've explained it before. Right? When I send a follow-up email, I have 100% of people who book meetings with me at least the last few weeks. Right? At least the last few weeks, I have 100% show rate because I can send them an email with so many videos that explain what I do, why I'm good at it and blow their mind. Because text doesn't do it anymore. So instead of calling to reschedule meetings and calling to get more meetings and spending that much time, I spent an hour six months ago. Does that kind of make sense? You're going to get leads long-term when you have an audience. Right? You're going to get leads long-term. When you have, it's not about size. A lot of people really think that I've got to have 100,000 followers to make anything of like this. I have a friend. He's got a podcast. Okay, It's directed towards alumni of the Southwestern Selling Books program that I used to do. Very small group. He maybe has 1,000, 2,000 people listening to his podcast every month. But those people are really good at sales mm-hmm. and so companies that want to hire them pay at oodles of money and like just sponsorships i'm pretty sure he's in six figures and he's been doing it three four years
1: does
0: that kind of make sense mm-hmm. like you're, you're there's more ways like recruiting oh my gosh i used to have this objection to why during covid people would come in and they'd be like so like covid you know stuff and is it gonna work and so we went through the first year and the second year people still ask the same questions. And we had a podcast of somebody explaining exactly what we did. And I would just send that in their homework the first day, even if they didn't ask me. And I would never, other people would complain about getting that objection. And I would never get it. Does that make sense? Okay. Got the value? Next thing. Alright, so there's four main parts. This is actually the actionable things that we're going to go through on how to do these four things. We all got that this is valuable. We all got it's important. Now we have these knowledge gaps we want to bridge because we feel nervous, we feel awkward, and we probably hate our voice on camera and all these different things, right? Okay, so we want to help you with that. So number one is going to be sharing why you do what you do. We're going to go through a little exercise here. Uh, Number two is reaching your ideal target audience. People ask me like, what should I post? How do I know what to post? That's what that's going to... Uh, solve for you. Um, posting correctly. A lot of people post, but they're doing it incorrectly. They don't realize um, that they're not working the algorithm correctly and they're not um, copywriting, essentially writing out um, digestible information that gets something done. Um, and then just consistently working the numbers and what the big picture is long-term, okay? Um, social media branding it is a long-term play. When you get it right, you have these systems that work for you instead of you being a slave to your business and having to run the system. Does that make sense? Okay. So number one, okay? The average... Attempt at personal branding. Okay, anybody ever said this before? Who doesn't say that? And if you if you were gonna tell me that you never said that before, you're fibbing. Okay, because I know I've said that before. I'm the best. How is that differentiating you at all? Is that, okay. So so we want to think about this differently. Start with your purpose. Start with your why. Okay. People people buy ideas. They buy solutions. They don't buy the best. there's people that will work with you 10 years less experience because they like why you're doing it Mm -hmm. right we've all had that right your your first month six months yeah some of y'all are new in here some of you have been doing this for years right when you get started they're choosing you over people who've got 30 years of experience why are they doing that because they like your purpose they like you they like why you're doing this okay so I want you to think about, pair up, we, we don't have a ton of time to do this. Okay, We're going we're gonna to give you like, just really probably not even pair up at this point. Uh, just to make sure because I've got a meeting after this. Okay. So I want you to write down what your purpose is really quick in two sentences. Two sentences or less. Why do you do what you do? Why do you do what you do? Your brand, everything should reflect this. You could essentially call it your mission statement. I love inspiring people. So on that previous slide there, my mission is to inspire people to bridge their knowledge gaps, think big, believe in themselves so they can do what inspires them, so they can add value to the people around them, and together we can make the world a better place. I care about people. I'm in the helping others industry. It's all over my website. If you Google my name, Joe Ignis, my website's the first thing that pops up. You can go on there and get exactly what I'm about very quickly. If we have some time at the end, we'll go around. We'll share some of these. Maybe I'll pick one person. Definitely not Jonah. It's probably as a question mark. <laughs> <Just Yeah. kidding. laughs> All right, one person with a really good one that feels just ready to just shout it out. Who's got it? I'll share. I mean, I don't know that it's a good one, but it just like came to my heart um, to educate and inspire those around me and create a legacy for my children and family. Ooh, lovely. That was good. That was good. That was good. Yeah, we have a whole, a whole um, session on on how to figure this out even deeper than that uh, based on the book uh, The Infinite Game by Simon Sinek. If you like this idea or you struggle with um, you know, sort of the big picture mission statements how you're running your business, I very much recommend The Infinite Game by Simon Sinek to read that. Okay, cool. So we've got our why, hopefully, and if it's not totally fleshed out, it's okay. I've, I've rewritten my why and the wording like probably 200 times before I was like, this is it. Okay, the name, this is like trying to get a name for a month. <laughs> You know the knowledge gap, but the knowledge gap's great because it comes up in conversation. Because now the next time that you talk about, hey, I don't know how to do this, you might say that it's called the knowledge gap, and they'll think of me. Good branding comes up in conversation. So we have a we have a client that I work with. Does anybody know Brandy Liden in here? She's Keller Williams. She's awesome. Yes, a couple people not. Um, she started a podcast called Mom, You're Not Alone. We, it's all over YouTube now, and uh, th- she wrote it to help moms. Um, who go through hard times or maybe divorce or single or whatever, um, build wealth, get their time back and live a life worth living. Cause she's gone through that same thing. And the thing is, when hard things happen, which is exactly when people should start really wa- watching the YouTube show, they probably hear, Mom, you're not alone. Does that make sense? Okay. Naming takes forever, though. Okay, so... Your why should scream your ideal target audience, okay? I had a client that um, I was working with and they had made some videos before and they wanted to, uh, Their realtors, Kyle Williams, they wanted to target luxury buyers and they made a video, um, and this is so obvious now, but it's so funny that some of you might have done this, okay? So I'm judged too hard, but they made a video about how to get out of renting.
1: Does
0: that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it's all about your why which will scream your ideal audience. I've got a client who um, grew up in West Virginia, didn't really know much about wealth. When she bought her first house, and she was a realtor, um, she bought her first house, and that was a massive deal for her, and her heart's for first-time homebuyers. So she markets first-time homebuyers because she cares, and she loves them, and she wins those people over everybody else, and nobody can beat her on it. Does that kinda of make sense? It's called finding your niche, essentially, is finding your ideal audience. Who are you gonna to talk to? This is the hardest thing for most people, because they wanna to appeal to everybody. Mm-hmm. When you appeal to everybody, you're like Walmart. Mm-hmm. What's Walmart's brand? Everything? right? If you want to compete with Walmart, who has more money, billions and billions of dollars, right? You could be a specialized, authentic rug store. And for the right person, they're going to pick the authentic rug store if they need a rug over going to Walmart for a cheapy rug. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So when you're small or even big, I'd say small in the real estate is until you're like, you know, in the hundreds of millions probably, right? You've got to differentiate yourself some way. And that's what your why is going to do, okay? Your why is the basis for your content. So, you know, Brandy's why is I want to help moms get through this because I had to go through all of this and it sucked. And I really wish someone would have taught me that. It's emotional. It's emotional. It should be emotional. It should be inspirational. It should be something that plays more towards the future, the transformation than it is just, here's my tips. Because those come off kind of dry. Does that make sense? Okay. Your why is the reason people buy. Okay. And people just not, if they don't know your why, it's the only reason they're not buying from you. It really is they don't understand why you're doing what you're doing it's really the reason they say no okay so we're gonna talk about who your ideal audience is okay ideal audience determines lead gen right how to get people from I've never heard of you to I'd like to work with you that's essentially you're thinking about those types of things so the way that you do it is you want to think about everything like think of an avatar of who your ideal person is, as specifically as humanly possible, okay? You can expand your audience later, but you've gotta get your first thousand raving fans first, okay, that's the goal. If you get your first thousand raving fans, you can, they'll tell everybody else you can start to grow, okay? But people need to be able to say, this is for me. So I want people to answer these questions, this is gonna be the most intensive part of the exercises today, of who your ideal audience is. I want you to figure out how old are they? Are they 45? Are they 45 to 50? Something that would not work is 18 to 75. It's not really, we're not narrowing it down. I want you to narrow it down, okay? Um, Income level, you know, are they they doctors, lawyers? Are they fresh out of college? Who's your ideal person? It doesn't mean you're gonna say no to people who aren't this. It just means that with your online brand, right, this is who you're going to target. Because when you have something like this, you know who you need to follow or add on Facebook or Instagram. Does that make sense? Because they're gonna see your profile and they're gonna see everything you post, and you're gonna see how you're marketing, because you're still gonna get your referral business. You're not losing your referral business. That's that's usually a big holdup for people. You're gonna start using social media as a tool to target the audience you'd like to work with that are outside of your referral influence. What do they believe? And you can just be really, really honest about what they believe, or they, you know, and, and people will feel weird about this, but just, and you don't have to talk about this, but like, what do they probably think politically, religiously, like, who's your person? It's, you don't have to talk about politics on your thing. But knowing if they're kind of conservative or kind of liberal kind of tells you what they might enjoy watching, or not, right? Um, fears, if you're writing down their fears, I don't know if someone's got there yet, but that's like content that you, that you create. If someone's afraid to buy a house and then they procrastinate, right, and you're getting these procrastination objections in your sales process, a really great video that would appeal to likely your ideal client would be like, how to stop procrastinating buying a house. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So their fears are basically videos you should create. Solve it for them. If you solve things for people, they'll they'll work with you, they'll love you for it. Like, I'm going to give you guys this free how to generate leads on Facebook guide today. And you're going to be like, this is great. Thank you, Joe. And you're going to think highly of me. And maybe we'll hang out. Right? And who knows? Might end up coaching you like Cecilia. So that's, that's what you want to be doing for people. You want to be giving them free stuff that shows your heart, that solves problems for them, that makes them feel really good. Okay? Because then they'll talk to you. And it's not like, hey, I'm calling to sell you. It's like, hey, how'd you like that video? And their responses tell you that they should buy. <laughs> or not. Maybe they're not ready. Right? Um, what do they desire? Videos, what makes them work hard, right? What's going to motivate them? Uh, what kind of houses, blah, blah, blah. The transformation is essentially why they should watch. Maybe they're overcoming fear. Maybe they're, they're reaching what they want. But that's essentially your ideal audience profile. Um, I have way more categories than this, and you should have more categories than this in general. For like desires, you should have like 10 or 15 things. So I encourage you to do that after today. It's just sit down and write. And if you need some templates and things like that, we can talk about it. Okay. So how do you know what kind of content? So we obviously know is ideal's audience, it's the ideal audience's benefits, but it's also going to be centered around your why and your story and your expertise. Okay? So you don't want to force it. So let's say let's say you know your audience is afraid of I don't know, something you're not good at. Don't force it to talk about this thing you're not good at and spending hours researching things and then coming across kind of uncertain on the video. No, no. Don't worry about it. Being an expert at everything. What are you actually just really good at? Talk about that, your why, and that should connect with the right audience. At the same time, get feedback on what they want to see and create that for them centered around. It. Otherwise, you're going to burn out and hate it. Okay? So it's got to be connected. It's got to be connected. Okay? you got to put them, put them together. Okay, so go ahead and just write down, so you've got some ideal audience stuff. Write down th- one to three things that would help your person, and these are your first one to three videos. I do encourage you just to go after it and it doesn't matter. We'll actually uh, show you guys how to post these. Looking at the time here. Oh, we're doing good on time. We'll have two people share what they wrote down. Working back there, It dropped off. So good. Okay. All right. Who wants to share one? I'll share one. Um, I
1: have a where to start, what do I need, and then the steps. I feel like those are the three, like, initial questions I get asked.
0: Absolutely. And so, even though maybe, you, do you have a YouTube channel? Hmm. Okay. Even though you have zero subscribers, here's why that's still awesome there's short-term utility, long-term growth, right? So, whenever you create those videos, you think about what are people searching for when they think this? But in the short term when you're not getting a lot of views cuz when you don't have a profile, you're not going to get a lot of views <laughs> in the end, okay? Unless you just like strike gold super luckily, the algorithm doesn't know you exist or what peop, why people would watch you because they don't know how to suggest you yet, okay? So your first video is probably going to flop, okay? Mine did, I promise. It's okay. You'll be, you'll be in the club of every single other person who has a YouTube channel, okay? Um, but the reason that's still great to make is you can send that in an email before the first meeting
1: mm.
0: and you can skip that 10 minutes, 20 minutes of answering those questions, <laughs> And they can just be like, oh, I'm really excited. That was cool. No one's ever done that for me before. This is amazing. You're different. This is cool. and This will be faster. And then you have a 30-minute meeting instead of an hour, and now you've just doubled the amount of sales you would make in a year.
1: Does that make sense? Yes.
0: Lots of utility to this. Lots of utility. So don't worry about how many views am I getting. Really important. Okay, don't worry about that right now. Okay? Um, but I love those examples. One more person. Examples.
1: Strategizing your offer to optimize your payment and your cash to close.
0: Perfect. That sounded really complicated and something I would need. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Right. So, so those are great. You know. And then just whenever, if you if you create those and you want to create the titles, just make sure it's like eighth grade. Eighth grade.
1: Can I ask a technical question? Oh yes. Um, I posted my first YouTube video last night. Actually, I know. Jesse, right? Great job. (laughs) Um, But I use Chat GPT to create like the title and like the description. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what I'm doing. Is that good
0: or bad? Um, If you have no idea what you're doing.
1: It's okay.
0: You know, it pro- it's, it, it's probably better, I guess, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not a big fan of ChatGPT okay. for these types of things because it's really more of an SEO type yeah. thing and what people are searching for. And ChatGPT um, is a closed server, at least free versions and different versions nowadays. And it's sort of biased in some way. So from what I've read and from what I've used and seen, it doesn't really, it's not able to just mm-hmm. figure out perfectly what the best, you know, right? Does that make sense? Because you're also, if you're building an audience, you're trying to just get the right people not everybody so you know like I'll put realtor in my title sometimes
1: mm-hmm.
0: because in realtor season like oh right does that make sense mm-hmm. so you know if you're yeah, there's, there's people who are really, really good at it. Like, we have a guy, um, we have a full-time YouTube strategist, and that's all he's ever done, basically. Um, he, he went from, for example, help with edits and, and the titles, going from 35 you know views to 400 views on videos, and then getting people to finish it the whole way. Um, and whether it's 400 or 35, it's the right people. You know, that's, that's the most valuable thing. I send them to people in the sales process, and they're always just impressed. And that And That's the point. That's what you want, right? Does that make sense? So, yeah, I think people... People nowadays, especially growing up my generation, just they see the viral videos. They see these big, long, you know, millions of views, and they just get like really discouraged that they're getting three views. And I've felt it before, and you will felt it, feel it if you start posting that no one's watching. But it's you're learning, right? You can't expect to be perfect at anything. But again, next thing, coaching. Um, okay, so we're actually going to teach you how to post this correctly. Okay. It, it takes way too much time to get into how to make the perfect title and all this kind of stuff. But I want to teach you some mechanics about the algorithm. So when you do post, even if your title sucks, okay, or the thumbnail's bad because you don't have time, because you probably don't have time. I'm, I'm a big fan of leveraging your time. That's why we have this whole company built out around like, posting for people, doing their editing, and videos, and having experts do it, and having a coach actually teach you how to implement everything in your sales process to really multiply your time. Right? Um, that's why we exist. But if you are going to post by yourself and you're going to be a DIY person, which is totally fine, this is how I started, okay? Um, you want to start with story polls in the morning on Facebook or Instagram. Those are the platforms we're talking about. We're not talking about LinkedIn right now. We're just going to talk about the meta the meta business stuff, okay, the meta stuff. Um, the reason you want to start with a poll in the morning on a story, story's the little circle thing around the head, you know, that's there for 24 hours, right? Everybody knows that, hopefully. Uh, if you don't, come talk to me after. I'll help you. Um when you post that, you want to have something that people can tap. And the reason you want to have something that people can tap is because people, one, will. There's a little poll that's kind of funny or interesting or about your daily routine, you know. People will engage. And the reason that engagement is so valuable is so when people engage, Instagram or Facebook sees that your program is making content that people want to watch. Well, their whole goal is to keep people on the platform. So if, they're someone, if you're keeping people on the platform, they're going to shoot your stuff out to more people. So when you start in the morning with something people can tap, in the afternoon when you post a reel or a little video, right, trying to get your ideal audience, it's going to shoot out to the right audience. Your followers will see it, but it's also going to shoot out to people who are new because you got engaged with in the morning.
1: For instance, just a quick example, the morning that Pumpkin Spice came out, Pumpkin Spice Latte at um, Starbucks, I did a poll. No makeup, hair undone. I was in my workout clothes. I did a poll of whether you like pumpkin spice or the apple cider. I got so many people that don't interact with my stories on a daily basis. I got so many people that interacted.
0: Yeah. All right. And so you want to do those polls? I'm a big fan of lifestyle stories throughout the day because the stories normally go to your audience, your, your normal followers, okay? Um, So those are the people who might engage with different things, want to see your life, right? Followers are people who um, actually just want to see what you're doing, right? Um, And then when you post reels, reels are like, um, it's like your salesperson going out and talking to different people. Does that make sense? So what people see on your grid is like window shopping. What do they get at just looking at your business at some point? The stories is more personal. Reels is more formal or about certain content that you're trying to get. The right people to follow you as they follow you they start seeing your stories does that make sense okay so we want to do it in that order okay so when you're writing your post it does matter a lot because the keywords matter a lot how the algorithm stores you in essentially instagram or facebook or youtube and all that kind of stuff so you need to have a hook which is essentially your title. It needs to be five words or less. It's more than five words it gets cut off, or if they're five like really, really big words, that would cut it off too, but essentially five words or less of normal sized words. Um, and you want it to be something that's interesting and vague enough to provoke action. Okay, so a bad title's like this, and I've seen people do it, okay? No knocking if you've done this. Personal growth is important. And there's all chuckles, right? Would you click on that? Why? Because it's obvious. Duh. You now think that person's stupid, don't you? Shame on you. Okay. Um, But no, what what you want is more like um, the one personal growth tip you've never heard before. Is that the best thing I've ever heard? No, but it's better than that. Okay? Because you're like, oh, what is that? You're trying to provoke some emotion. Or uh, I've I've, I've had a video that was why you should not grow your business as fast as possible. People are like, that's different. Huh. Why should I not, you know? So if you're growing your business too fast, you probably know why, right? Um, okay, so the body, so the hooks get people to click. The body and the explanation, again, helps with keywords and search. But essentially, you once you have what the content's about and essentially the transformation, and I like to put sort of the story of why I'm posting this thing. I was just meeting with this client and I was trying to help grow her business. Grow business, how to grow business, what people might search, right? Grow her business. Um, we talked about social media frustrations. Does it make sense? And so I showed her this tip right here on how to grow her Facebook. You know, lead generators, whatever it is, right? Check out this video. I'll explain it right here. Okay, and then you're going to have a call to action. If you like this content or something, if you like, people, people don't seem to do this often enough, but if you like this content, send me a DM. Facebook, I don't know some one-word little phrase, because it's simple and easy and people will be like, oh, sweet, so I can just send this one thing. Because if you leave it open-ended, people are like, okay, what do I send to this person? People are kind of weird about that. They're like, do I send, I need help, but I don't know if I need help. You know, what do I, but if you just make it simple, call to action, send me this one thing. Don't ask them to like, like, subscribe, comment, share, don't do five things, do one thing, otherwise it won't do anything, okay? And the, the ends hashtags, have like five to 10 hashtags if you can of essentially what keywords you think people would be searching for. So if you make a real estate post about your house that you're selling, um, you put hashtag realtor, hashtag Knoxville if it's in Knoxville, hashtag Oak Ridge, or all those different types of things. Does that make sense? Okay. Your content should do these one of those two things when you're actually making the video, okay? All right, so we're gonna practice really quick um, after this, I guess. I forgot this was here. So this is, for example, with Brandy. We are doing our first recording, um, and I had this little post. You know, you can see at the top, one successful podcast underway. This is for people who um, are like, oh, that's interesting that Joe's doing this. This is very early on when I was starting this, for example. Um, explaining what this is, what I do. You can kind of see the different things, like marketing manager. People might search marketing manager. They would see maybe this post. Does it make sense? Okay, if you're someone who wants to start a podcast, DM me podcast. Um, liked by people, yada, yada which is great. And then someone messaged me a podcast and then we started this conversation, which turned into a sales meeting. So the lead generation um, Facebook guide after, at the end of this will explain how to do some of this type of stuff. So we're not going to spend too much time. So real quick, just to get you out of our comfort zone, I want everyone to take a picture of what you're doing. So take a picture of the room or something and we're going to post a story and you're just going to ask, what are you doing right now? Um, and put like three options, training with a client, I don't know, with your kids. Whatever you want to put. and You don't have to make that poll, but let's just do that for like 30 seconds, get some mechanics. These are types of things when you're here, you might have saw me at the beginning, go over here and take a picture of this because I'll post this later. What do
1: we take a picture
0: of? Anything you want. You do a selfie, you can do whatever it is, Um, but you want to just share with people what you're doing. Your clients would find value um, that you are actively training to become a better person for them. Does that make sense? So you're nurturing your audience right now. So when I go... Yeah, make a a post, make a story. Uh, yeah, you want me to? I already took a picture here. You want me to pose? Yeah, Um. Right, and then if you want the the post to go further, you can tag people, you can tag at Ignis. Right, and I'll see it on my feed and I'll share it out to a bunch of my people. And I'll put it on my story because I can add that, for example. If it's on Instagram, if it's on Facebook, we can share those types of things story poll would be best but you can make a post and then share it on your story as well you can literally ask anything you want be clever be funny use your personality like it doesn't have to be perfect and whatever you post is better than not posting nine times out of ten say anything you want anything you want there's there's no rhyme or reason they call it being a creator so be creative All right, we'll give Barry 30 seconds. If you don't get done, you can always finish it later. Damn. I just don't want to run out of time because I know everyone's probably got a billion things to do after this. If you don't know how to do a poll or something, ask your neighbor. You already done, Jonathan? I don't have Facebook on my phone. You don't have Facebook on your phone? Jonathan needs help. Just kidding. That's all right. You can download it. You can download it sometimes. So much time, so I mean, you sidetracked. You've got to be disciplined, that's for sure. Can't get on there and start scrolling. That'd be the opposite effect of what we're going for. Totally understand, though. That happens to a lot of people. It happens to a ton of people. All righty. So everyone should at least have a picture. If you're not fully done, you can do that at the end um, of the talk today. And if you need help, you know, again, we can hang out sometime. And we can help you with some of these things. It's okay. Um, whatever you posted, probably fine. If it doesn't get anybody to click on it, go back to the drawing board tomorrow, try a different poll, it's okay, I've had that happen. Okay, another example, uh, this is just some random video I made one time uh, about working out, because that's what I do in the mornings, I like to lift, and I talked about this transformation I had, I used to, I didn't explain this in the beginning. Um, if you go on my website, you'll see more about this, but I used to run a, a startup uh, fitness company where we sold personal training through Instagram. So we would DM and literally sell through Instagram and Zoom. Um, and we hit like six figures in like five months, and it was really fun. So I'd post all this fitness content um, because that was my ideal audience. They wanted to see people changing. Does that make sense? That's why I would post it this way. I could have posted it any other way to appeal to different people but it's, it really is come down to that ideal audience of why I put it that way for example and it doesn't matter what it is y'all just if it's if it's about what they'll like just post what they'll like i never post stuff like this anymore <laughs> cuz it's not my thing but it's what my ideal audience wanted at that point and i and i do it every day so it's really easy okay so here's essentially your your quick little note guide of what you should do every day on social media to know that you're going in the right direction. You can use the Facebook lead generation guide um, that you guys will get at the end of this to kind of know what kind of messages to send people. Um, But essentially what you wanna do is you wanna just post every day. Um, You wanna post one story in the morning, one reel in the afternoon. If you're doing that, you're doing great, Um, especially if you're doing it yourself, okay? We post a lot because I have a whole team I've built around it and we have a whole company around it, right? But if it's just you, Keep it really simple, okay? Don't don't time suck. It should be 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes in the afternoon or something. Um, follow 10 new accounts of your ideal person. This is why if you have a really good avatar, what I do, I just go follow realtors and loan officers and insurance agents all day. Because then they follow me, they start seeing my content, and they're like, oh, that's I have that a question I had. This guy's pretty cool. I'll watch more of his stuff. And I can see they liked my stuff, and I can go in there and message them. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, The three types of posts that you should be making, okay, it's called a content mix. There's a lot of theories on what percentage you should do, but you don't want your profile to look like an advertisement all the time. So if you're only posting, here's business, 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 not great. So you want to mix it up. People want to see that you're a human being and why you do what they, you do. I posted, and it can be really authentic, too. I, my car got stolen last Saturday, two Saturdays ago at this you point. saw that. Saw you saw that? that? <laughs> wow, right? And you did, did you know me before this? Uh,
1: no. My <laughs> did you? you? That's okay. <laughs>
0: That's good, right? So the, the idea is that just like, hey, stuff happens and it's life, mm-hmm. right? No one, no one likes the facades anyway. So it was
1: just a piece of your car,
0: right? It was literally my window was all that was left when I woke up to go to the gym that morning. Oh, my God. Yeah, so if you have a Kia or a Hyundai, I made a little post in there about like you should really... Check out if you have uh, the right softwares on it because they're able to just steal it. And there's this TikTok trend now that you can just go steal these cars, I guess, with a USB drive or something stupid. You guys got a key or something? Um, uh, you should ask the ask the won't write them. right now. Yeah, they won't write the insurance, so I'm not covered, and that sucked. So, uh, but it'll be all right, you know. It's, it's that's, that's how life goes, right? You know. So insurance, right? So, so anyway, the whole the whole point is when you do a lifestyle like people people know what's happening in your life, and that's okay. You don't have to share every little thing if you don't want to. If you got little kids. You I'm never a proponent of just sharing your children's stuff unless that's something you want to do. But the idea is that... You know, be yourself, talk about what you're doing, post about things that are happening in business. I'll post this today, um, but I'm going to post it lifestyle business kind of combined. Wow, it's like my, my 10th workshop in Knoxville it was a blast. Thanks to Cecilia and I tag her so she might share it because it helps promote right, this event and this video I'm going to send to her because you can use it to promote this event and we're helping her because she's awesome and she puts people in front of you guys, right? Does that make sense? So, so those are the ways that we want to start thinking about that. And then added value content, if you go to any of my social medias, you're gonna see my podcast, my YouTube channel, all over the place of just like, here's how to fix this, here's how to do this, here's why you should do this, and it's all content that's gonna help you grow your business. That's what you want the most of, it's just free value add, as much as possible. Okay, so that's basically your your cheat sheet for the the lessons today. Don't worry about going viral, okay, I promise, even if you have 100 subscribers right now, if you just grow 30 people, 30% maybe, every month, for maybe the first year, or even just 10%, okay, In five years, you'll have a lot of subscribers. You don't have to worry about it right now. And even if you don't have a lot of subscribers in five years, if you had a thousand investors and they bought three houses every year, and your realtor or an insurance person, right? If you had 300 policies every year from your social media, would that be worth it? Right? Heck yeah, would. So don't worry about the size. Worry about the right people. Worry about the right people. Worry about getting that audience to want to watch and listen to you. This is the easy way. Versus the hard way. We think video's hard, but I promise you, continuing not to have video is going to be harder. And the easiest way is to start doing it now, while in Knoxville, not everyone's doing it yet, to grab the audience as much as you possibly can before it gets absolutely crazy in 10 years from now. Because this is going to be the next Nashville, right? That's what everybody says. It's about to to get wild in here, okay? Um, Okay, so everything has pros and cons, guys. We didn't talk about... which platforms to do the best on. But I will suggest that you start a YouTube channel because you can multiply that content everywhere. You can grab the link, you can put it on Facebook, you can grab the link, you can put it on LinkedIn, you can post the shorts everywhere, you can put those shorts on Instagram, you can put them all over the place. And YouTube's owned by Google, and so they actually, when you search stuff, um, it pops up on Google. Whereas on Facebook and Instagram, it doesn't. What
1: are your thoughts on TikTok?
0: TikTok may not exist in five years. Those are my thoughts. While it's here, use it. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> They're a you know Chinese based company and there's a lot of legal stuff around it, but you know, we we will have a TikTok soon, um, at some point in the near future. We'll see how the audience goes on there. But if you're a one person show, right, um I suggest picking one platform that you have the most people on and not worrying about anything else unless you have a company that's gonna help you um do stuff like that. So
1: So if Instagram's your your if that's your spot unit, if, that's what you're using. if you're
0: best at it you've got the most audience you have the most engagement use that share it over to Facebook sure right. check your Facebook every day right, right. but but worry about that okay. the most the the lead gen strategies on that Facebook thing I've used on Instagram and Facebook It okay. doesn't matter you can use it on LinkedIn had the guy um, last week at foundation mortgage talk about li- LinkedIn lead generation he said almost the same thing as me on Facebook there's nearly identical platforms it's all about strategy and how you're wanting to go about it and sending videos and being more authentic with people So, okay, I think that's pretty much what we got here. So, oh, a little little, uh, coaching promo here. Can I I promo at you? Yes. Can I promo at you for a sec of why you should hang out with me? Okay. (laughs) Awesome. Good. You guys should all definitely hang out with me if you want to get better at this. So, um, little psychological process that my my wife's a social worker. She's lovely. All of you would really like her. And she brought home one day some psychology from from one of the conferences she went to. And she told me that from psychological studies and research, it takes 2,000 repetitions to read something and become a master at it. 2,000 repetitions. Think how much time that would be. So you need to make 2,000 posts to become a master at social media. Now, if you're being told how to do it, like today, it should only take you 400 to 600 attempts. But if you were shown how to do it, it takes you 12.
1: Mm.
0: And that's why coaching is awesome. Because it's not about how much you pay, it's about how much you're saving by not being good. Does that make sense? So like that's, you're skipping, you're skipping knowledge gaps again. That's why we call it that, right? So we believe in being really personalized. How we work with people is different. How I work with Cecilia, you know, a mom trying to make it, you know, She's like part-time, full-time. We work differently than with someone like Erin Cooper, who's the you know, CEO of a marketplace at Keller Williams, and I'm helping her recruit more for her team and build sales systems. And it's different for people like Brandy, who has a huge team already, but she wants to start this YouTube channel. We're very different with everybody and so we like to be very personalized and the growth in business is seriously, it's it's step by step by step. We just usually don't know what they are and what we do when we do talk and if it's something that you're interested in being taking serious or just learning more about the coaching, we like to identify where you're at on that journey because some people need lead generation like right now they need cash flow. Other people are doing great with that and they're like, how do I build systems so I don't have to work as hard as I just did the rest of my life. Does that make sense? And we help with both scenarios, okay? So if anything on here is something you wanna learn about, um, that'd be awesome. You know, we're good at all the different platforms um, and all that kind of stuff, we, we help with logos and there's a bunch of different videos. I, I don't know if I'll show this whole thing. I'll, wow, we'll give it a click. Is this uh, muted? It might
1: still
0: be in sure. It's muted. i turn it up. You guys wanna see a video? <laughs> oh! <laughs>
1: The the all right,
0: all right. We, uh, we'll skip the videos for now, but uh, I'll send you all I'll make sure everybody gets my YouTube and stuff like that, you know. But we help with the thumbnails and do all the things so that way you don't have to because your your greatest strength is being with people, not being with paper. You guys ever heard that before? Be with people, not with paper. That's the salesperson's dream. Making that thumbnail for a couple hours. You're not making money, you're not the best at it. Have somebody else do it, okay? That's my best advice for you is don't handle your own social media if it's not your thing, okay? Oh. Click the button again. I'm trying to go to the next one, come on. All right, client's testimonials. We kind of talked about this already, but you know, I work with a lot of awesome people. I've worked with over 22 realtors, businesses, insurance. Um, for Allstate, for example, I looked at their sales scripts and I helped her grow her sales by 77%, literally just by changing her sales scripts in two months. Um, for some of the people on there, we've doubled their business in five months and all this kind of stuff. So you know, there's a bunch of Google reviews that have all that in there. If you're somebody like me, like at the beginning, you're like, no way. There's Google reviews, there's links, I'll show you guys. It's on my website and stuff like that. So, um, Oh, there's a bunch of them right there, actually. I forgot that was there. Look, 117% sales increase and 124%. That's kind of cool. Okay, anyway, scan this really quick because we're running out of time. Um, at the end of this, when you when you submit this, it's going to be a little workshop survey. going to ask you some questions about what you like, what you're going to apply. Um, I believe that regardless of showing up today, which is a great first step, what matters is what you take action on after today right? Doesn't matter if you heard it, it's not what you know, it's what you apply, okay? So there's going to be a question in there like, what are you definitely going to do? After today, what are you definitely going to do? What's one thing you're going to apply tomorrow? And pick one thing, not everything. If you pick everything, you'll do nothing, okay? Pick one thing. Thank you to all the sponsors who make this show possible. This episode is sponsored by Donna Bowling. Donna has been in the lending business for more than 16 years. She is dedicated, dependable, and an incredibly efficient loan officer. She's the Bankers Association Lender of the Year, Secretary and Treasurer of Tennessee Mortgage Bankers Association, and past President of Knoxville Mortgage Bankers Association. If you want to ensure you have the best possible lender for your next mortgage, contact Donna Bowling at 865 414 8973. Are you in search of a title agency that truly puts you first? Look no further than Knoxville Title Agency, where excellence meets exceptional customer service. At Knox Title Agency, they understand that buying or selling a property can be a complex process. That's why their team of dedicated professionals led by regional director Chase Reno is here to guide you every step of the way. Their mission is simple, to provide you with a seamless and stress-free title experience. They pride themselves on their attention to detail and going above and beyond for their clients. At Knox Title Agency, you'll receive exceptional customer service that sets them apart from the rest. They believe in creating a welcoming culture where you feel valued and confident in your decision. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer, a real estate investor, or a seasoned homeowner, they have the expertise to handle all your title needs. Trust them to navigate the complexities of title searches, insurance, and closings so that you can focus on what matters most to you. Experience the Knox Title Agency difference today. Give them a call at 865-691-1100 or visit their website at knoxvilletitle.com. Knoxville Title Agency, where excellence meets exceptional customer service. Service. Knoxville Title Agency, your trusted partner in all your title needs.